hi hello welcome to the first episode first official episode of the podcast 20 today we are going to be talking about some heavy deep shit that i've learned now being in my 20s And before we get into this, I just want to preface and say that this topic, self-love, growth, and making mistakes, is something that I am still learning. So take whatever I say in this podcast with a grain of salt, because your girl still doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. But you know, I can at least attempt to share my stories in hopes that someone will relate, and hopefully when I am able to to look back on these episodes, I can say with confidence that I have truly learned, or at least learned to the best of my capabilities, how to effectively love myself unconditionally. So let's just get into it. With this year, this crazy ass year of 2020, being in a global pandemic, I think something that we have all learned is being okay with being alone and how to entertain yourself without relying on the presence of anybody else. When you're able to actually be like, hey, I don't need anybody else to have fun while I'm doing this. I can do it by myself, alone, and make the most out of it. That is something that I have personally learned to be okay with during this quarantine. We're definitely not perfect yet, but you know, we got better. I don't really rely on anybody to go out and do things anymore. If I want to go to the mall and no one is free, then I'm gonna go alone. And if I want to go a walk and I have no one to go with, that's okay. I will go alone. I don't really need anybody anymore to go out with because whatever I want to do, I can do it on my own. And for the longest time, that was not something I was able to do. So let's reflect and look back at my growth because damn, I was hella codependent. There is this podcast that I've been watching called Wild Till Nine, and one of the things that she often talks about is constantly being in a relationship, being a serial dater. That is the definition of me. I am a serial dater. I want to say I have probably been in a relationship for majority of my life and what comes with being in a relationship all the time is not understanding who you are as a person, as an individual. I want to say that starting in grade 8, I had my first boyfriend and him and I broke up, shit happened, and I got into another relationship. Maybe less than a year later, yeah. (laughs) so less than a year later after me and my grade 8 boyfriend shout out to you if you're listening (laughs) after him and i broke up i went and jumped straight into another relationship and you know what this guy this guy (laughs) this is really awkward but shout out to you thank you so much for teaching me so much about myself and honestly genuinely being a good boyfriend so Um, thank you (laughs) if you're listening. So basically, all of my high school was spent in a serious relationship. 
And when that happens, when you've spent your whole developing years of high school with someone else, it becomes really difficult to be alone. I constantly had to be doing something or seeing someone, going out with friends, doing something, working. That summer, I worked my motherfucking ass off. I was working like six days a week for eight to nine hours every day because truthfully, if your girl wasn't doing anything I would literally be sitting at home fucking crying but as my serial ass dating personality (laughs) she came through and she came through hard there was another guy after my second boyfriend in high school we never actually were official and I was never like excuse me world this is my boyfriend it was never like that (laughs) And at the beginning, it was honestly just supposed to be something I did for fun. There was not supposed to be anything serious about this relationship, but shit happens, you know? So here I am, serial ass dater, dating another guy right after my second boyfriend and I broke up. But him and I eventually broke up a couple months later and crushed my freaking soul. And so here I am at the start of 2020, crying my eyes out, literally the countdown of 2020 going into 2020. Your girl was crying. I already fucking knew that this was gonna be a shit ass year. What I didn't know was how shitty it was gonna be. Fast forward to quarantine, the pandemic, the announcement of a global pandemic that shut the whole world down. And here is where shit gets rough. As someone who constantly had a significant other, from the time I was in grade 8, so I was 13 years old, up until my second year of college, which was when I was 19, I enter March 15th, 2020, completely fucked up mentally, emotionally, physically I was pretty good, you know? When I get stressed and sad and depressed, I work out. It allowed me to freaking blow off so much steam, so throughout quarantine, I want to say my mental health was trash. It was absolute fucking trash at the beginning, especially, oh god. It was like a really big wake-up call. It forced me to have to really look at all the fucking issues that I have in my life within me and think about like what I want to do with this. Do I want to sit and wallow in all my freaking issues for the rest of my life? Do I want to have to depend on someone for the rest of my life to be happy and to feel whole as a person? Like no fucking way. That's not how I want to live my life. So blessing in disguise, I know that the pandemic pandemic and 2020 has been shit for so so many people in so many different ways but trying to look at something positive that has come out from this quarantine from this pandemic is that it gave me the opportunity to really be alone and to learn how to enjoy being alone 
Maybe I enjoy being alone a little too much now. <laughs> Throughout quarantine, I learned that I need to fix my issues. The issues that I have need to be dealt with because the way that I have been dealing with them is that, truthfully, I haven't been dealing with them. I've just been covering it up by being in relationships. But you know, for almost 10 months now, I've just been working on myself and working on being okay with being alone. And one of the big things that I've come to realize is that I don't really want to be in a relationship right now. And that's not to say that like if a relationship were to come into my life that I would completely disregard it. I think now I've learned that if a relationship does come into my life, I don't need to completely immerse myself in the relationship. And when I get into a relationship, it doesn't have to be me losing myself and focusing on the other person completely because that's something that I found myself to do all the time in every single relationship. I gave them my fucking absolute 100%, 200% I would even say. Like above and beyond for these people, giving them so many chances, ignoring my own morals just to stay in a relationship and for what? for me to completely lose myself and to be codependent and not know how to be by myself alone that's not what I want in my next relationship a hundred percent no cap and so right now I'm really just learning and developing the mentality of being okay with being alone and also accepting that whenever it is that I do get into a relationship that it doesn't have to be all about the other person. I have my own goals. I want to do certain things with my life. I want to be able to focus on school without any distractions <laughs> and honestly the main reason why I don't really want to be in a relationship right now is because I'm scared that if I get into a relationship that it's gonna be the same cycle over again. I'm gonna be focusing all my freaking attention on this boy and for what? Truly for what? So with all that to say, <laughs> hopefully my next boyfriend supports my goals and my dreams and uh, encourages me to focus on myself. <laughs> But yeah, um, if we want to dig real, real deep about why do I think I become so dependent in my relationships when in reality, I am a very independent individual. We can start off with all the family trauma that I've gone through because coming from a broken family, I think one of the things that any child of divorced parents really longs for is the picture that you have in your mind of what a perfect family should be but basically not having that picture perfect family really drives the longing that you have to be able to build a perfect family and I guess I want to create that picture-perfect family so bad that no matter who it is that comes into my life, whatever relationship that I have going on at that moment is something that I want to work so hard for in order to achieve the goal of having that perfect family. I ride hard for these relationships because... I didn't get the chance to have that picture-perfect family growing up, so I so, so badly 
want that for my future. But it has caused me to be a serial dater, to give my 200% to people who don't deserve it, and to keep trying even when I know that it's not gonna work. But again, being in quarantine, being alone for majority of the time has really allowed me to look back on everything that I've gone through, come to terms with all the issues that I have, and really try to deal with them alone. And that has been the biggest blessing in disguise. So I've come to terms that it's probably not a good idea for me to be in a relationship right now because I don't fully have the grasp of being okay with being alone right now i'm just not ready to give myself to someone when for the longest time i haven't been giving myself that same energy and attention that i need so this brings me to how to self-love and this is something that i still don't know how to do i don't know if i'm doing it effectively but i think it's working because i do have a little bit more appreciation for myself so (laughs) this is not a how to love yourself this is more like this is what i'm doing and what i have tried in order to get to that point where i can love myself so if this helps you then great i'll be so happy but this is not a if you do these things they will make you love yourself that's not how your journey of self-love goes and every individual has their experiences that they need to go through in order to learn how to love themselves and the biggest biggest most important that I have learned about self-love is that your worth and your love for yourself shouldn't be dependent on the people around you. Meaning, just because people around you love you doesn't heighten your self-worth. Your self-worth isn't determined by how much love other people give you. And again, being someone who has been in a relationship, who has received love from other people for so long without like really learning how to be alone and love myself as an individual because I've always been with someone, that has been something that is freaking hard to do that I still struggle with today but i think it's more important that you actually become aware of this because once you become aware of this issue that you have you can find ways to cope with it and to deal with it and to become a better person so i've come up with like three main things that i have done that have worked for me to start meditation Meditation has been the most influential, I want to say, in terms of my journey to self-love. That's so freaking cheesy, but (laughs) but yes, meditation has been something that has really helped me. The way that I meditate is that I use YouTube with this creator. I think his name is Jason. You can search up and watch and hopefully they help you but I think the reason why meditation has worked so well for me is that when you're meditating that's the only thing that you're focused on. You're focused on your breathing and you're focused on being present in the moment. You're not worried about the past, you're not worried about the future, you're not worried about any of the issues going on around you. It's just solely focusing on yourself and how you feel in that moment. 
when anxiety kicks in, when depression kicks in, when stress kicks in, the hardest thing to do in those moments is to take a breath and realize that everything is gonna be okay if you just breathe. And meditation has really helped me with identifying when my emotions, my stress levels, my anxiety levels, when those levels are increasing, then I can take a step back from whatever it is I'm doing, focus on my breathing, and just know that being stressed, worrying, and being over-emotional isn't gonna help you solve any of your problems. When you're in that headspace, everything that you're thinking about is everything that can possibly go wrong. And (laughs) in reality, when you take a step back from it, you really learn and you realize that everything is going to be fine as long as you're following your morals, what you believe to be right for yourself. One of the things that I do when I feel confused and stressed and like what the fuck am i doing with my life i hate myself (laughs) is i focus and i think who am i right now in this present moment and do i like that individual do i like who i am right now and when i answer that question either yes i do like who i am right now or no i don't like who i am right now i don't like what i'm doing then you ask what are you going to do about it You can have all these emotions, these feelings, and they're all valid. You can absolutely fucking hate yourself in the moment, and those feelings are valid. But do you want to stay in those feelings? Do you want to hate yourself forever? Or are you going to do something about it to change that? And I think that once you come to the realization that I don't like who I am right now, but that's okay, I still have the opportunity to change myself and grow myself as an individual. And another important thing when you guys are thinking about this is do you not like yourself because someone else is telling you that you're a bad person? Or do you not like yourself because you don't fully believe that you're following your own morals and your own values? Those are two separate things. Fuck everyone and fuck those people who tell you to change because they don't like you. The point of self-love and growth and making mistakes and learning from these mistakes is acknowledging your own values and what you want for yourself, not anyone else. So when you ask yourself the question of do I like myself and do I want to change, remember that this is your journey, this is your story, you are in control of your own life and nobody else is going to help you through that. If you want to change, then you have to want to change for yourself. Because if you are wanting to change for another person because other people are telling you you're worthless, you're this, you're that, In the long term, you're still going to be confused with who you are. You're still not going to know what the fuck you're doing. And you're still going to struggle with self-love. So I know I went on a really long tangent. (laughs) But the second thing that I've been doing is honestly just taking care of myself. I feel like this is something that most people are just like, well, yeah, that's common sense. But it's the little things that you do that really impact the way that you feel about yourself 
like are you showering are you taking a bath are you washing your face at the end of the night in the morning are you eating eating is a big one you should be having meals you guys you should be eating the sufficient amount of calories that your body needs because your body needs food and water your body also needs water we are made up of like 70 percent water so drink water and eat food you guys and it sounds so fucking stupid to be saying it, but I feel like so many people, when they're sad, when they're depressed, when they have anxiety, when they're depressed, we don't eat enough food. So just remember to take care of yourself in those ways. As stupid as it may seem, just by taking a bath, you're really putting yourself first. In that moment, you are taking care of yourself because your body also needs to be cleaned and you're taking the time out of your day to be like, okay, let me sit here and do this for myself. When you shower yourself, you're not doing it for anybody except for yourself. (laughs) So yes, that is also self-love. And on the topic of taking care of yourself, For me personally, working out has also been a way for me to cope with my stress. And not because like, ooh, I want to look like a skinny queen. (laughs) But it's more like the energy that you get from having a good workout. When you're working out, you don't focus on like, holy shit, my boyfriend just broke up with me. I feel like complete ass. (laughs) When you're working out, you're like let me fucking see how many goddamn reps i can do right now because i'm a strong ass bitch (laughs) or you're like fucking running and you're panting and you're like holy shit i can't fucking breathe in that moment you're not thinking about the stressful things in life you're thinking about how you can't breathe and how you need to breathe more because the oxygen is being used in those goddamn muscles and you need to be breathing more. That was stupid, but (laughs) you get the point. And as shitty as it is in the moment of when you're working out, after you finish that workout and it was a good workout, you feel accomplished and you're like, yes, I'm that bitch. I really ran four kilometers today and I'm still alive and breathing. That is the type of energy that you want in your life when you feel stressed, when you feel anxious, when you feel depressed. This last one is super freaking cheesy, but I promise, I promise, I promise it freaking works. When I'm in those moments where I feel super down on myself, where I feel like what the fuck is the point of living (laughs) and what is my purpose when i'm thinking about all these anxiety inducing thoughts of like i'm never gonna find another (laughs) that's my serial ass dater but like truthfully this i'm gonna be fucking truthful you guys okay when i'm thinking about like damn is anyone ever gonna fucking love me again Yes, sometimes I have those thoughts. Don't be a fake-ass bitch and say you never thought those things before. And if you haven't, then like, damn, let me know your tips and tricks because I want to be able to get there. But anyways, (laughs) when I'm feeling down about my self-worth and my purpose in life, one of the things that really helps is just like hyping your own goddamn self up. 
hype yourself up you guys look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are a bad bitch that you are beautiful that you are smart that you are kind and you are going to be successful in your future if you have that mindset i promise 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 you that you will have some success in your life it may not always be the type of success that you always dreamed of i'm not saying just by doing these things in the mirror telling yourself that you're beautiful and great and an amazing wonderful human being which you freaking are i'm not saying that this is the way that you are going to achieve success but i am saying when you have the mentality that you are a bad bitch because you are then that type of energy will manifest into your life and you will be able to feel those energies and feel yourself truly truly believing the things that you are saying the more that you say it so yeah hype yourselves up more because all of you fucking listening are queens or kings if you guys are guys and nobody gets to tell you otherwise and on a lighter note also i want to add that animal crossing has helped me but you know it's like helps me escape all of the traumatic things that are going on in the world and focus on building a house and an island and making it cute and shit but yeah you're gonna make mistakes in life you're gonna make fucking big mistakes you're gonna make small mistakes you're going to make decisions that in the moment and after they happen you're gonna be like holy fucking shit i regret that but let me say that everything happens for a reason everybody in your life that comes into your life especially the ones who leave they all teach you something it's just a matter of learning what those lessons are and learning the mistakes that you made within those relationships and not bringing them with you into future relationships and i think there are those certain exemptions those exceptions everyone has their own experiences and the things that i'm saying are not 100 percent effective because everybody goes through different experiences and has their own things to deal with for the majority of people we do need to learn how to love ourselves because when you go into a relationship and you don't know how to love yourself fully it gets hard and that puts a burden on your partner as well as yourself and again i'm not saying this is everybody (laughs) this is just maybe it's just my personal experience but when you get into a relationship where you don't fully love yourself you find yourself quantifying your self-worth based on your partner and how much love they're giving to you if your significant other isn't texting you back or like (laughs) fucking giving you all his goddamn attention then you get insecure because you're like oh does he not love me anymore (laughs) again this may be this may be just my personal experiences but i don't know (laughs) i'm just gonna share them anyway and yeah that shit's like not fun for them to deal with it's not fun for you to go through so just learn to love yourself because you're a fucking queen you're a fucking king and you fucking deserve everything that you want in life but yeah i'm still on my journey to complete self-love i think there are still days where i'm like fuck who am i as a person who do i want to be and what is my purpose there are gonna be those days for the rest of your life maybe (laughs) i'm only fucking 20 so i don't know shit but (laughs) 
Everyone has those days where they feel a little down on themselves. And that's okay. No one, no matter how fucking successful you get, no matter how much money you have, and even when you have everything that you want, there's still gonna be days where you're like, fuck, I feel shitty about myself. But that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. You just need to learn and know that those feelings don't last forever. And that there are things that you can do to help you get out of that rut. And I'm not saying that it's bad to feel those emotions because it's not. Because every emotion that you feel is completely valid. You have every right to feel that way. But it's a matter of do you want to drag these feelings out for longer than they should? And if your answer is no, then there are things that you can do, which I've listed, meditation, working out, taking care of yourself, taking a bath, washing your face, playing Animal Crossing. There are things that you can do to help you get out of that mindset. So yeah, love yourself more is all I gotta say. Thank you guys so much for listening, for those who have stayed until the end. And yeah, okay, bye, love you guys!